hey, Hada, what's happening in Melee? So many things. And, you know, it's unfortunate when we miss a week or two there because we can't go back and talk about absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. We were talking about what did we not yet talk about. And I don't think we talked about major upset results. And yeah. I can barely remember who won that. It was Amsa. But, like, it's crazy how much happens in Melee. We are in April already, mm -hmm. which means that summer, not necessarily around the corner but we're we still have some big events coming up here may is going to be a big month with battle bc as well as as well as combo breaker so there are things coming down the pipeline but for today hada first let's start with you how are you doing today i'm doing pretty well uh today is a friday i might go to the university of boulder weekly haven't decided yet um a lot of other good stuff's in the works uh this past weekly, myself and Fizzwiggle got second at the at our Monday weekly, which is our big one, the Big Denver weekly, and we lost to Conman and Critius. Um, so, Conman, uh, half of the Conman DSJ Static team, um, who is now probably ranked three in Colorado right now, an extraordinary doubles player, and Critius, a semi-retired um, older school player, was uh, top five PR for a couple seasons, but is an incredible doubles player, incredible, incredible. So, very close sets. They uh, took us pretty handily in the winner's side. We won our first few games in the run back after beating uh, Poliar and DSJ in losers finals. And then uh, they adjusted to our adjustments and it was just too little too late and they reversed 3-0'd us. And if we, I, I, in my brain, if we got to the reset, I think we could have won it, but it was definitely an amazing set. Um, but yeah, doubles is great. Um, there's whispers of a Colorado Arcadian, which is always fun. So probably do some commentary, maybe play some teams there, uh, try to get some dubs. But it's a uh, pro am dubs. Pro am dubs. Pro am dubs is actually also in the works. There's some conversations uh, for a little pro am dubs event uh, that we can um, teach the up and coming Colorado players the wonders of doubles. And so what I think we're going to do is we're going to do a. We recently did a protege event where we had a PR or very highly skilled player coach a up-and-coming player or a lower skilled player and then we had them enter weekly tournaments and the progress was honestly astounding um a lot of our lower level players are now comfortably mid-level uh, just after a month of you know weekly tournaments just four tournaments and we're thinking about doing that so one pro doubles player would coach a team so two up-and-coming players on doubles fundamentals mechanics and hopefully see you know, who's, which coach is the best and which upcoming coming team is the best. And so it'll be really fun. So I think I'm going to try to do some legwork for that. But uh, weekend's looking fun. Uh, lots to talk about in Melee. So something I would like to talk about initially is, um, you know, we do have exciting things. You know, you like to put some, put your money where your mouth is, per se. And um, someone went uh, no further than, I believe, Edwin Budding put this out. Uh, there is a $1,000 bounty on the first team to defeat Hungrybox and Plup in bracket, I believe put up by our good friend Edwin. So Edwin yeah. is tired of Hbox and Plup just steamrolling their way through doubles. And um, you know, it's 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 always fun to see them because they're they're an amazing team. But when it really boils down to it, I'm so excited to see um all the good teams try to meet at the same tournament because it's sort of like ships passing in the night, really, where HBox and Plup haven't really met JMook and IBDW yet. I'm sorry, JMook and Cody. Um, other than Genesis 9. Other than Genesis 9, and that was a pretty close set, if I remember correctly. Oh. Um, so, 
the grands wasn't close i think it might have been close in the winter no no actually no no uh hungry box brags about this all the time i forgot that they lost zero games in the genesis nine Ooh. doubles bracket they three of them twice Ooh. I don't know. Maybe no one's going to claim it. I mean, that, that would have been my pick to claim it, but I don't know. Maybe me and Evan have to head out to, uh, to I don't know, major upset. No, major upset already happened. So we have to head out to one of these Canadian tournaments in the next couple of months and uh, snag that bounty for us. Maybe pay off some student loans or something. But <laughs> you know, as I digress, yeah, but... the flight anyway. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it'll just pay for my trip. We'll just beat Xbox and Plop and we'll pay for the whole trip. It'll be great. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it is exciting to add stakes to doubles because it makes people want to prep. It makes people want to practice because... Quite frankly, a lot of the top tier doubles teams are just, I'm not going to say just, they do have good doubles mechanics, but there are, I would say, more skilled doubles players who just aren't as skilled at the game as Hungrybox and Plum. So if you were to mash those skills together, so thinking about Plup and, uh, I'm sorry, IBDW and uh, JMook getting sessions in with Run Riot and Tempo, getting sessions in with a lot of the good East Coast teams, Prior to them um, winning their most recent event, it seems like they understand the value of actually practicing teams beyond just, we're just going to better player these guys, we're going to isolate, go to 1v1s, and really try to focus on what makes good doubles play. And I think that really is the difference between, you know, having that opportunity to beat Plup and HBox. It's just, they are phenomenal players, phenomenal doubles players. But I don't think they're this unkillable Goliath. I think it can definitely happen. The other tricky part of it is that Edwin said for the next three tournaments where Hungrybox and Plup appear in the doubles bracket is the deadline. So you don't have until the rest of time if you are interested in being able to take on this bounty, you have mm -hmm. to do it at the next, and within the next three tournaments that Hungrybox and Plup attend. Mm -hmm. Now, they did not play doubles together at Major Upset, mm -hmm. so that doesn't count towards the three total, right? Even though they were both, but wait, Hungrybox? Jeez, anyway, of course he was, he had to have been. Anyway, the uh, the, the whole thing of that is, we're, we're, we're hoping for someone like like Jay Mook and Cody to be able to do it. But I just double checked the Genesis 9 dubs bracket and it was 3-0 in winners finals, 3-0 in grand finals. In favor of Hungrybox and Club. They just <laughs> Oh, they uh I remember watching Grand Finals. I knew that was a 3-0 at the very least. Mm -hmm. So it's just astounding to see a doubles team that is capable of winning against most of the field in Jay Mook and Cody then get just smacked down so hard by Hungrybox and Plup. And so within three tournaments, can we see somebody take one set off of them? I, I venture to say yes, but I don't think it'll be necessarily because of the $1,000 bounty because you, you're not going to get someone like me going, oh, this is how I get $1,000. Just give me a few years and I'll be... No, that's not how that's going to work. So I think AMSA teaming up with different people, obviously... We cover Jmook and Cody. Mm -hmm. What about Ralph Dark Atma? What about well Fizzwiggle and uh, and whoever comes out with Fizz to these these big tournaments? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's Faison or you or somebody else. You know, there's lots of good Colorado Doves players, and Fizzwiggle is no slouch. Mm -hmm. Or 
What about I'm missing one other team? Because I don't know if Fat Goku is going to be traveling a lot. Fat Goku Ginger is very strong. Um, but, but, but Fat Goku announced that Major Upset would be his last big mm -hmm. singles appearance. Might play dubs in the future, mm -hmm. but it's taking a step back from Melee as a, as a whole. Oh, Panda Crudo. What about Panda Crudo? They placed they placed top four at Genesis Nine, so. Mm -hmm. Maybe we maybe we see Crudo teaming up with somebody and and Crudo it seems by all accounts seems to be an amazing doubles player. So yep. there there are teams out there, but to be able to challenge Hungerbox and Plup, that's that that's tough. But mm -hmm. it won't it won't go on forever because Pewfat couldn't win every single tournament for the rest of time. Eventually they were dethroned and yep. that's what happens. Eventually someone gets you. Yep. It's gonna be a really difficult ask for any team uh i think the short list of teams that are capable um are gonna be uh cody and jmook it's also there also is a potential if ginger and fat goku get together to play again i think that's also has potential maybe uh magi and fat goku as well they're also a very solid team uh dark atma and ralph is another great team and maybe even korean fried chicken maybe uh dewan and scj um, what I will say about AMSA and Axe, I think they're in a phenomenal team and they can take a lot of big names. It's it's a stylistic counter if you go back and watch uh, their set um, versus actually Fizzwiggle and um, Khalid, which was uh, Sheik and Puff. I know Plump plays Fox, but you know, very similar with the Puff adaptation. Uh, it really requires to beat that team. You have to have a rest-centric and a rest-reactive play style, and HBox in teams is very good at finding those more unconventional rests in the scramble. So someone like Khalid, who really plays to hold down center and hold down neutral and wall and look for breaks, you know, that's great, and that's good Pluff play style, but you have to be able to rest to kill that I to kill that Pikachu to kill that Yoshi permanently and HBox has that in spades so that's gonna be a difficult matchup but it's, I'm not gonna say it's out of the woods but it's it's gonna have me have an especially keen eye on the next couple doubles brackets wait and, a minute Hungerbox and Pup did team up at major upset and guess who took them to game five I forgot to shout out this team mm -hmm. S2J Salt took Ooh. Hungerbox and Pup to game five at major upset yeah salt is an amazing doubles player uh, a lot of the texas players are actually pretty solid at team so you're gonna see uh salt uh justice as well as s fopper all very good doubles players bobby not as much um there is a hilarious clip of bobby getting absolutely diced up by colorado's own poliar and junior james jr who was um two of our unranked players poliar pr in colorado jr one of our best um arcadian level players and um absolutely getting destroyed by poliar's marth um and so i don't know exactly if uh, bobby focuses on teams all that often but um you know the texas teams definitely do have a lot going for them but uh got a lot looking forward to so obviously they can bleed plup and hbox can bleed getting taken by the double falcon team to game five so gonna look like uh the next couple tournaments are gonna have a very keen eye on them at least for myself so looking a little bit further on i'm gonna go ahead and get right into speaking of cody uh cody's a free agent again which is 
kind of brutal. Uh, so learning that CLG um, has sold off their brand name and a lot of their spots to be acquired by the team NRG. Both of them, I believe, being under the Madison Square Garden, the MSG um, greater umbrella. So the funds, it wasn't necessarily that like CLG was running out of money. It just seems like there has been an acquisition and a merger. And so the greater CLG teams, with the exception of their League of Legends roster, which is going to be flying under the banner of NRG X CLG for the next couple seasons until they fully take on the NRG banner, which um, is going to be, you know, the, their main focus. NRG focused, I believe, on mostly on first-person shooters as well as League of Legends because they were previously in the um, LCS prior to um, franchising. What that does mean for the FGC team, which was CLG FGC, is uh, they no longer have a home. So um, players like Cody and Magi and Magi, who have been on CLG for about three and a half weeks, um, now are free agents again, which is brutal because I do believe Cody was in the final stages of um, signing a lease on a home. And the last bit of that was having uh, to get that mortgage signed off was to get an employer signee, uh, which would have required him to be under CLG's you just, banner. You just need to be employed, period. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, self-employed Twitch streamer, it's it's a little bit of a gray area. It definitely would have been way easier to just have his player manager at CLG sign that paperwork off. And I'm sure I'm hoping Cody can still, you know, move into his new place and get that all signed away. And uh, hopefully could just jump through a couple of hoops to get that done. But it definitely throws a huge monkey wrench into his plans. And I know it's been an extraordinarily difficult time for Cody. Um, so... What, what's your take on all this? Like, how do you think that the community is going to move around, especially during a lot of the esports area of business kind of coming out and a lot of people are divesting and there's not a lot of funds coming in? This also affects other parts of the scene as well because Ludwig with Moist Mogul, Mogul Moves, uh, however that is working specifically right now, picked up Zane after Zane left Golden Guardians because Golden Guardians signs AMSA and Homemade Waffles, aka Brandon, to Golden Guardians. And that's great because it's Nun, Tove, AMSA, Brandon. That's 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 a great team up for Golden Guardians. It's sad that Zane left, but then Zane within two weeks, that's the Ludwig announcement going to be on Moist Mogul, smurfing with Zane playing on Ludwig's behalf on stream. That was Seal funny. thought or Seal. I mean, I don't even really feel that bad for Ken thinking that he was playing against Ludwig. I felt bad for Seal because that's kind of a big moment for you know the Seals of the world to get a nice game five and and win versus versus um versus ludwig supposedly but i guess we'll also take a win over i guess we'll also take a win over zane's puff as well mm -hmm. but that leads to cody being without a home magi without having a home and if moist mogul i we assume is not gonna just sign everyone who's available while also being top player status that's the sad part is that we we would love to see Cody get picked up by a Ludwig or some of these other teams out there. But it was honestly, and, and I know that it came out of nowhere for 99% of the CLG staff that CLG was going to be acquired and shut down except for the Le League of Legends team. Mm -hmm. 
But I was surprised that they picked up Cody and Magi within fairly quick succession in the beginning of the year. I thought, this seems like it's going to be a really lean year. And that was predicated by Smash World Tour and Panda Cup just, I don't want to say crashing into each other, but effectively that's what happened. They both blew each other up. And then Beyond the Summit shutting down. And when you hear about Shine, they're not going to be back for another tournament in 2024 shine will have its last iteration in 2023 this year something that is i don't want to say a bright light in in that in that sad news but something that i think will be very informative to the community matt dogzeb wants to be as forthcoming for the finance and and gears behind the scene for how this shine is going to pull off because they're already $10,000 down from the last shine. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm interested in, in seeing all that because how do you run a major slash super major in 2023 when the sponsors are mostly pulling out? There's no, there, you, are, you, you don't even have the possibility or at least maybe it, the Beyond the Summit, the Beyond the Smash Twitch channel still available to stream from since that's a great resource for most of the tournaments and, and that have notable entrance size. They want to be on a channel where there's hundreds of thousands of followers that can see, oh, there's another Smash event that's live. Let me drop in and watch it. As compared to, mm -hmm. oh, we only have a thousand followers or we have 500 followers or we have 20 followers on our gaming Twitch streaming channel. Well, discoverability is just so bad on twitch and it's bad on youtube but we have to stream somewhere there's it's a big it's a big web but all signs point down however you you will have people like me as starters i mm. i i i'm not going anywhere just because all this stuff is going sideways and south got people like you hada i mean you don't you don't play singles competitively anymore or you don't care to but you still like to play doubles and you're serious about your grind on it and mm -hmm. why are you serious about your grind on it well it's not a it's not a financial money reason mm -hmm. you love the game and you love playing doubles with people in your region and that goes all the way up to these top players while some of them are currently without a sponsor and and cody might not get a sponsor for a couple of months or might be even longer than that which is really bad because if if he has to wait that long i can't even imagine how long magi would have to wait right is that we are probably going to see i don't want to say half or 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 give it an exact number but if if things continue the way they go now, by the end of the year, there will be a few top players in my mind that will move on and either play a lot less and stop competing actively so that they can pursue other things or 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 change their relationship with the game. You get what I'm saying. Quasi retiring, forced retiring, taking hiatus. I mean, Cody, among all the things that he's tweeted this week, it's also, well, I might just have to go back to school and if Cody goes back to school, it's kind of a Laud situation. Yeah. Laud right now, thankfully, has a has a growing career and being an official doctor and everything. But we don't see Laud at more than like four or six events in a year's time, especially in 2022. Felt like we saw Laud a lot at the beginning of the year, but then the summer came and he just completely disappeared until <laughs> near the end of the year again. So. That, that's the kind of relationship that might be what other top players have to take on in order to in order to survive and live. So mm -hmm. that is 
probably the consequence that we'll see. We'll also see a few of these tournaments also say, we can't do this anymore. But I think for Shine specifically, and this will be the last thing I say, because I've been talking for five minutes, it feels like for Shine, I almost felt like last year was going to be its last iteration, its last version. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I've, uh, I've talked not frequently to people like G-Town Tom and Stock Money or Matt.Zeb. Mm -hmm. And there are other people who make Shine happen than those three. But it, it did feel like even last year, it was really difficult to summon the willpower to, to make that tournament happen. Yeah. So it was a really cool event. Zane, <clears throat> Zane kind of reestablishing himself as number one player by winning Shine last year and mm -hmm. you know making it like the two-time champ. It was really, really cool. It was a great tournament. I wish I could have gone. But it's, it is, it is, I, I was, I was not 100% surprised to see the, that announcement yesterday or the day before, just because I thought they might have called it quits last year because there's this kind of general consensus of this is really hard, plus we want to move on and do other things. So when they said in their Twitter tweeting that the leadership team wants to move on to other things, that, that, that part is real. It's not just yeah. PR speak. It's it's tough, man. It really is. And it's the unfortunate circumstance of it all, especially running a major tournament, is 99% of them run at a loss. And it's all for the love. It's all for the passion of the game. And a lot of the times it comes down to corporate backers and sponsorships to kind of bail us out because we don't have the venture capitalist money. We don't have the huge lined pockets of like uh, – with the exception of Ludwig, like people from the community who made it big. And unfortunately we can't count on having two, three, four more Ludwigs to bail us out of situations like this. You know, I would love to make better friends with Mr. Beast or something like that, or uh, moist critical or Jay Schlatt or something and have them help out smash. Um, and for, the, for, you know, to some degree, a lot of them do, you know, Mr. Beast has sponsored a couple of the Ludwig events. Uh, of course, uh, moist moguls is now a combined company, which uh, Charlie sponsored two ultimate players and then sponsored Moki. And then now Ludwig is bringing Zane under the same brand. And that's amazing. But uh, those are two people, you know, those are two and a half, I guess with Mr. Beast sponsorships, people who, are trying to do their best to keep competitive melee alive and, you know, have us with these pseudo tier one events. And it's just difficult to maintain off grassroots efforts and grassroots pocketbooks. Uh, but all that being said, it's so refreshing to see that the creativity and the willingness to develop and the willingness to grow the community doesn't stop at, just having monetary gain. And I'd want to give a huge shout out to the Akania team at Team Akania on Twitter, releasing a uh, version 0 0.9 of the Akania build with a ton of new characters. You can play Sonic, you can play Diddy Kong, you can play Charizard, you can play Wolf, you can play, uh, what's the other one? I'm missing one. Lucas. Uh, Lucas, I love Lucas. Lucas is very fun. I've been playing a lot of Lucas. Um, but yeah, this, and that upon adding new stages, new music, uh, new custom costumes, it's a great time. And obviously it's a little, it's it's on the, you know, you play for fun, maybe have a couple side brackets here or there. I don't think it's going to go tier one esports, but it is a ridiculously fun time. I know the, the melee volleyball um, side event has kind of come and gone, but there was a while where the melee volleyball event was a very active, uh, was a very, very active 
you know, side event, a very active bracket. And our own Gumi here in Colorado was one of the top five melee volleyball players uh, with his crazy technical Zamas. And, you know, it's people will find their passions wherever they can. Whether it comes down to you know hitting a virtual ball over a virtual net with uh, Nintendo characters, or that's adding more Nintendo characters to a 2001 title. Regardless of everything that's going on, I love the fact that our community continues to evolve and add more to its roster. So with the Team Akania build, it also seems, uh, I already know that you can put it on your Wii and CRT setup. It works on the Wii, which is great. I, I, I now no longer have to worry about playing Ultimate because my son Ezra always complained that Sonic was not in Melee. Sonic's in Melee now, baby. But I, I also believe you're, I also believe that um, the Team Akania build is slippy safe. It was when they first added in Wolf, Charizard, and Diddy Kong, and now with this newest release, adding in Sonic and Lucas. It's really cool to see that there are teams I mean, they're, you're using... Uh, it seems to be a little bit of a web of there's 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 kind of like the Animelee sect, there's the MX build sect, and then Team Akania is an extension of that. Obviously, all of the all of this kind of adds up to a Smash Remix vibe, which mm -hmm. for '64 has really revitalized has really revitalized that game. And and for me, it's so cool to see Melee get a little bit of that treatment as well. I know that the Team Akenya team only being able to add on a couple of characters once a year on average, if that. It's tough when you don't have people who can be paid to do this. They're all doing that of their own free volition and time. Yep. And I really do appreciate that, to be clear. So if there are people out there who have always been interested by Blender, and I guess there's other words that make sense in the 3D art world or programming mm -hmm. or, or or cosmetics, like you know, like changing around colors or skins in, in melee there are there are communities there are discord servers there are places where you can go to and you can break eggs and make magic happen so there's so many ways to express uh, ourselves in this game and, and we get to see we get to see great tournaments we get to see top players be able to make careers out of it even still but we are going into a, a leaner time and it is unfortunately part of the, the the general kind of going down of the the the, the economy like it's it, it it's not a it's not a coincidence so mm -hmm. that sucks but we're, we're there will there will be a lot of us who remain here and we'll be super happy when not when people come back quote unquote we'll, we'll be super happy to see more and more people come, become interested in the game over time and they'll mm -hmm. come in and we'll be happy to see them. It's 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 going to continue to grow, even if the way that it grows is different. Yeah, it's uh, the creativity knows no bounds, and the P plus community have proved it. The the Acania the Acania Acania team have done it, and there's so much more melee to be played. I know it's probably the most overused phrase since Bobby said it a couple couple years back, and it's it's true, man. Like we survived a global pandemic. We've survived two or three, four cease and desist um, 
you know, Nintendo breaking our balls and people trying to go to a different game and Smash 4 coming out and Brawl coming out and Ultimate coming out and people stay. People stay to play Melee because Melee is an amazing game. It just feels good too. And I had the conversation with this at, at my local this past week. But if the heat death of the universe comes about and I'm the only human left who plays Melee, I will fight CPUs like Armada used to do on stream just to move. The game just feels good to play. So I'm so excited to see that we're still growing. We're still adding. We're still implementing. We're bringing more people into the scene. And I have to give a shout out to my region in Colorado for things like the pro tournament for players like Blorp, who is one of our higher level Arcadian players who's a programmer by trade and has developed us gecko codes to make us to, uh, to now enable us to play our little foco random side event with super easily he's made us a full website to display our skill based uh, matchmaking tracker he's done so much and it's people like that who allow us to live melee as high as we can and to enjoy it to the best of our abilities so if you have a passion if you have a skill if you can give something back to the melee community if you're an artist if you're a vocal performer if you're a co aspiring commentator if you love doubles if you love singles if you love randoms if you love combo videos if you love ed to edit like make friends with the and friends team like let, help them edit help them find music develop music for the game develop copyright free music to use at tournaments to using combo videos using promo videos i'm sure that the, everyone at home listening can find something that they have in their heart that they can give back to the melee community and i would love to see and hear about your talents we're going to be getting close to doing our double show match once mm -hmm. again. We're just waiting for Polier to hop into the server, but we also should give shout outs. We, we briefly mentioned that Brandon, aka Homemade Waffles, was signed on to Golden Guardians, but Brandon's full-time job that he moved all the way from NorCal to Ohio for to Cleveland laid him off unexpectedly a few days ago. and. Brandon does not deserve this treatment. You could say that I deserve it when I was laid off, but no one, I mean, Brandon deserves the world. So has been getting a lot of subs on twitch.tv slash thewaffle77 recently. That's been great. But Brandon keeps, the. I think the latest update is that he's still searching for a job, understands that a lot of these subs will not necessarily be coming mm -hmm. back in a month and is going to try to who's going to try to continue to grow the stream. He's been streaming now, I think, seven days in a row. So that's really cool to see. But also, how 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 are we going to make Cleveland work? Or what's going to happen? There's a lot of things going on for Brandon personally. And so we care about Cody and Magi landing places, obviously. But Brandon is a Mount Rushmore figure of our community. And so by all means, if anyone has even job leads, but if you have a sub to spare the prime, as you will, uh, that's that's where my prime goes anyway. But please, by all means, support Brandon. Yeah, Brandon's the go. Uh, getting picked up by Golden Guardians is definitely a, a shout in the right direction, and I'm hoping that Brandon can at least have some supplemental income to help him out before he has to get back to the nine to five. Um, I know he's gonna do it. He's Brandon's a survivor. Um, but please, if you're in the Cleveland area, and you know, I, I have friends back in the Northeast Ohio scene. Um, hoping people can give him a shout out people can give him a link uh, a push in the right direction and um, 
I'm pulling for Brandon. I definitely will go ahead and drop him a sub later this week and uh, the next time you see him streaming. So that's definitely going to be on the weekend plans. But I think that's our news for the week. So we're going to go ahead and get set up for our double show match. I am going to be teaming with one of my favorite players. It is none older than Colorado's own Poliar. Uh, Poliar is a Marth player from Colorado. And I think one of the best Marths, probably outside of Pew Pew, um, at teams. So one of my good friends as well. Goofy guy. Um, he says he didn't get a DM. Oh, wait. Hello. Polier. There he is. Hi, Pol. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast that you may or may not have ever heard of. No, I'm not blaming you, by the way. I, we're just really underground, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so, Paul, we're just playing a best of five. Um, do, you, we, do you want to be red or blue? Do we... Um, whatever you want. Let's do blue. I like blue. Sure. Hey. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a blue gamer. All right, the code is BSM, so bottom of the Smash Mountain, so BSM. Then Kreestab should be in here in a sec. Kreestab, how's it going? Going all right. Sorry, I was walking my dog real quick. All no good. worries. Do you want to go ahead and get onto the dubs? direct connect be on the red team and then the code you want is bsm for you know bottom smash mountain when you're able to boot all that up i'm doing it right now sweet sweet all right i am what was i doing i was going somewhere else to oh yes i was checking out what's going on in pgh and i got distracted by the fact that someone's trying to give away crts but are they trying to give away setups as well or just crts Let's see. Twenties can only turn on and off without a remote, which I cannot provide. <laughs> Those CRTs are down bad. Holy crap! Oh, here we go. Oh yes, Link. Let's go. Hero time. All right, connection feels good. Yeah, this feels nice. We got Colorado, Colorado, uh, Pennsylvania, and Maine. <laughs> God, God, melee is in insane. <laughs> the fact that it feels as good, Colorado to Maine, in this teams. This feel this good. This is criminal. Yeah. 